Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Blueberry Bliss Podcast. It's episode 24. I'm super excited to be with you today. Shout out to my auntie. Oh, she listens to my podcast. My cousin listens to my podcast. Anyway, my name is Blue Wyatt and I am on episode 24. We're just going to do a little sound bite test on this intro. We're going to see if the sound's working, but I do have a very important guest to welcome you to the stage and I cannot wait to tell you all about her. You have met her before, but you're going to meet her again. Welcome to episode 24. All right, we're getting right into it. I have a very, very fabulous lady in front of me, sitting here with me in her princess chair. And this is my favorite little princess. She's precious, not little. I didn't mean little, like small. She's not, okay. But anyway, her name is Dechera Cole. And the crowd goes wild. Welcome to Chera. She is with the amazing ministry that is doing so many things for the girls of this next generation. Girls living for God, the number four. Don't try to put F-O-R in there. It's just the number four. Welcome to Chera. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I love even you just saying the number four instead of F-O-R. Today, Blue and I were hanging out and just talking about how it's amazing to be outside the box. And when Mm -hmm. I was asking the Lord about even the name of Girls Living for God, I'm like, that's just too ordinary to to write like just F-O-R. I'm like, God, let's, let's, I don't know, throw in a number instead. And maybe that's Um, that number stands for various things depending on the season we're going through right now. It's just some of the things that we want the girls that we're speaking into this next generation to, to learn about, to seek the Lord with all your heart, testify to his truth, um, learn to listen for his voice and be courageous in all they do. So that's four lessons that we've been Working on with the girls. Yeah, Blue didn't even know. She was like, what? She's Mind over here. Blowing. I'm like, my <laughs> eyeballs just got big. Like they get when they are surprised about the information. I'm like, whoa, the four has a meaning. Yeah. It's not just the number four to be cool. Which the number four, by the way, is the coolest number because it's perfectly square. Like, oh. 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been welcomed to the podcast, the, what do you call it? The point to the podcast. I forget what the word is. The point to the podcast, if you watch the video version, then you know it's to get out of the four walls confining box. The box that you might be in or you've lived in or you maybe you put God in this box, this proverbial box. It has four sides and there were four. We're getting out of the box. Bam! Yes getting out of the box. Like God is so creative. We've been talking about how God is the creator of all things. And of course us as his most beautiful creation created with purpose that he gave us long before. And, um, we were talking about Ephesians two ten about how that scripture yes. talks about us being, uh, his masterpiece, mm. um, in the new living translation, it uses the word masterpiece where God's masterpiece and how art is, uh, we just had a, uh, blue was a part of, uh, our first ever fundraiser called worship through the arts. Yes. Tell them everything to Jeremy. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so worship art, she was our live art auctioneer, you know, instead of a lot of people have been to a silent auction and, you know, and that's great and everything, but how much more fun to have a live auctioneer like Blue on stage, Woo! getting everybody pumped up. And uh, <laughs> we had people bidding on art from, you know, the, these littles were getting a part yes. of it. You know, we had families oh. of all ages and um, and the art was just uh, just all across the board. You know, we had yeah. teenagers doing art for the first time. We had some that have done it for years. You know, yeah. uh, we had uh, we just had so many beautiful pieces, yeah. and and we were talking about how the value of the uniqueness mm -hmm. of each piece is really what uh, what brings value. Those mm -hmm. the, the the imperfectness, the the uniqueness, mm -hmm. the one of a kind, and how we should remember that when we think of ourselves being God's masterpiece. Oh. That we're not meant to fit in a box, not meant to compare, not meant to be just like somebody else. And how burdensome is that when you try to be somebody else? I know because somebody else it might look attractive to you. I used to look at these women that would sit prim and proper. And they just seemed like they had it all together and they were just polished in their attire. And I'm like, I want to be like that. So I would try to sit a certain way and behave a certain way and make sure I had excellent posture and just trying to formulate what I thought was beautiful. I looked at these women and I saw beauty in them and they crossed their legs at their ankles and not their knees and all the things. And just seeing that and then putting myself into that and trying to be like that, even down to this ridiculous detail, this one lady in church underlined so perfectly. She had a little line ruler that she kept in her Bible and all her colors were color coordinated. And if you were talking about a different subject, you would, she would change to the different colors. And I thought that was so brilliant. God didn't make me like that. My lines are never straight, but I tried to be like her for like a year. Like and how, like, oh. how did that feel? It felt heavy. <laughs> it felt ridiculous. And I was like, I'm never going to get like, it's such a mess. My mouth, another recorder. Like, that's about how I sounded. Like, I just thought, oh, I want to be like this because I see beauty in this. But what I, what I, I know that you're saying is there's so much uniqueness in each one of us, mm -hmm. like shining for Jesus. And that mm -hmm. is the message I put out there wherever I go. It's like, you just be you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be like, some people are just beige <laughs> and that's okay. You're beige. That's fine. You can be, don't get insulted by my color. I'm not going to get grossed out by your beige. Like, I'm just going to be like, you have beautiful beige. And I'm not pointing at you, Dechera. You know that. They can't see me. I'm not pointing at Dechera. I'm saying just in general, like, I just love my neutral friends. I love my wild, extravagant, crazy friends. I love the wise friends that every time I get around, I feel like I almost need to whisper like I'm in a library. <laughs> like, oh, I'm in the library of that friend. And, you know, I'm just saying, like, I used to be called this chameleon that could turn into mm. and change colors for whomever I was in front of, mm. whether it be like a dignitary or whether it be like a homeless person or whatever. It's like, mm. nah, man. But then they miss you. Exactly. Like you're trying to mimic somebody else. What I think it looks uh, yeah, like to be in and, that moment. And they're missing the value that you bring. So uh, like even so today, um, you guys don't know, I am probably more of the beige <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. Like that's okay. I'm like, uh, in general, I would say that I'm that t-shirt wearing, jeans wearing, you know, just simple, 
um, simple, um, but a beautiful simple. Yeah, beautifully simple. And I, I tell, and I hope you don't, I'm, I know you won't get offended me saying when I describe blue to people, I'm like, she's like a peacock. Like she is like beautiful. Like, let me show you all my colors. Like, and I, and how beautiful. And it's not to show off. No, but, but you are made in, you know, the Lord's image and he, he displays himself through us, you know, and how creative is the Lord? Look at creation. I mean, we're not meant to look the same or be the same. So so she inspires me. And the fun thing is when we get together, I think the Lord lets us bless one another with the differences, you know, so there's areas of like, she was, uh, the event that we worked together on, she was like, wow, you're organized and I am not, you know, the straight line thing, so you know, organized. and, um, and, Detail. but then, but then she helps, uh, you can't see right now, but I had a, a gray dress on with a little bit of jewelry, very simple. And she was like, I have this hat that is just for you. And it's got beautiful flowers. It just like added, she put it on my head and it just added this beauty that only she helped add to me and I think we can do that for one another like when we when we stop comparing and stop like trying to fit in somebody else's you know uh yeah like trying to be like yeah fit in that box then uh we can just add beauty to one another's life and inspire each other to just truly shine in who the Lord's created us to be exactly and I love that I love that we can all just be so different and I would tell a friend this it's like we're running in our own lane. Like we're linked arm in arm. We're not, there's no competition ever, 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 no matter who you're standing next to, no matter who you're running your race next to, because our focus needs to be straight ahead. Like let us be focused on Christ and shining his glory. So Mm -hmm. I feel like my eyes need to be ahead Mm -hmm. because if I'm looking to the right or to the left at these beautiful, amazing women that are running their race very uniquely different than mine, Mm -hmm. I could get distracted by her beautiful whatever and her beautiful other thing and then want this or the covetousness Mm -hmm. of wanting that 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 other person has. Oh, I'm envious of this thing. It could be a thing. It could be a relationship. It could be whatever. Even their marriage, you know, being envious of... It's like, but if my eyes are on Jesus and I got my arm linked over here with this sister, my arm linked over here with this sister, and we are on a mission to live for God, Mm -hmm. girls living for God, hello, and also just shining his light so uniquely, so brilliantly. And if we just set our eyes on him, we get to be, and I don't have to look over here and go, oh, she's doing this thing. I don't like that. Or I love it. We don't have any judgment. As long as we're each hearing from the Father Mm -hmm. on our own. And that's the investing in time with Him. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I'd love to get out on the podcast. Like, hey, what about your own private time with the Lord? You know, I'll admit this last week, mine hasn't been the best. You know, it hasn't been as uh, full as it typically is when I have more space and time but it doesn't matter, like whether you're busy, whether you're in the middle of a move, which we know several people that are, it doesn't matter what's the distraction, what's the circumstance, what does my heart look like to you, Lord, you know? Well, even as you're talking about uh, spending time with the Lord and us talking about creativity and being outside the box, I, I that's one thing that I've learned with the Lord, like 
how creative is he? Like I'm, I'm married and I, I enjoy various things and new things with my husband, you know, let's have an adventure doing this. And I think we forget that we can, uh, be creative even in our time with the Lord. And, mm. um, a lot of people feel like, okay, I'm not doing this right unless I'm in my room with the door closed with yep. like sitting a, you know a certain way with my bible like highlighter I don't know whatever right. rules you've kind of like established you know it's like oh this only counts if this 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 no it's like I I spend time with the Lord pulling weeds outside oh, <laughs> that's wow. one of my like God times yeah. I'm like and kind of stress relievers and like I think of weeds and sin, man, <laughs> they just keep coming, you know, it's like, <laughs> let me give this to you, Lord, plug this out. Oh, um, so I mean, good. you can enjoy the Lord while cooking and it's like, um, you can enjoy the Lord in, a, oh, like I spent so many years, um, I spent way too much time getting ready as a teenager, I know, especially, and, but I, I started thinking of my time getting ready, like, well, Lord, as like, instead of like just working on the outside, Lord, can, during this time, can you work on my insides? And can I, can I, can I talk to you while I'm getting ready and really think about my heart and my day? And, you know, so even so while good. you're moving, yeah. you know, we, I, the enemy wants us to have guilt and things, but yep. it's like, well, what does the space look like, you know, to be creative with the Lord? And it's also, it's not, doesn't have to fit within a certain, like, you have to be, like you said, I love that. You don't have to be in a chair with your Bible. It could be driving down the road. I get to have the best times with the Lord, just driving and even in silence and even sometimes in jamming out mm -hmm. to godly music, but it might be hip hop dance music, but it's still God centered and all that thing, we don't have to get around these parameters. Again, the box mm -hmm. that we, oh, it looks like this because sister so-and-so is very holy and she does it like this. Because I've had a lot of people speak into my life, oh, you need to do this, you need to do this. And they w are well-meaning and that thing works for them. And it might be a tool that works for a while for me, but mm -hmm. you got to find your own thing with God. I have a friend that just gets on the tractor and she uh, mows mm -hmm. and she loves it and she gets downloads from the Holy Spirit while she's mowing. So it doesn't have to look like everybody else's thing. Mm -hmm. I love that. Pulling weeds, like pulling <laughs> sin, like, okay, yeah. I cast this down. That's so beautiful. But that's, see, that's the wisdom that comes just from us chilling and mm -hmm. having a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's not about like some podcasts when you see the host and you see a person, it's kind of like an interview. And I had to make it clear when I, I had my first people on, I'm like, wait, now this is not like a normal podcast. This is not an interview. This is just a conversation. Yeah. And sometimes the Lord will say, Hey, this is a good topic to start with or whatever, mm -hmm. but we are free to dance all around wherever we feel the Lord leading us. Cause the Holy spirit is not confined in a box. Amen. Like <laughs> so many people tell me, Oh, if you're going to have a podcast each episode, you need to have a centralized point. You need to start with that point have the middle and then finish with, you know, polish it off. And everybody has this formula for success mm -hmm. and I'm so over the formula. And that's, I, I have a constant battle of the flesh and the spirit of like the world will just quote unquote, you know, mm -hmm. the world saying like, Oh, you do this. Well, you have to have this many followers. You have to have yes. this, you have to do this, you know? And then it's like, but man, the Lord had 12 and sometimes yes. he had less than that, that he was pouring into. And it was like, and they changed the entire world, you know, because yes. of Christ. So I'm going to jump to, um, the event that we just yes. got to partner on worship through the arts. 
um, you know, doing a fundraiser, you're, you're focused on, well, we'll say quote unquote, you know, the world would say, you know, focus on the numbers. It's about money. It's about numbers. It's about, you know, that would be success. Right. And before the event ever happened, I was like, wow, Lord, I see he's given me eyes to see, I think beyond surface level. And, um, and he has been doing a work that is going to outlast, um, you know, that day. And even before that day came, I was like, wow, this is so worth it. The Lord started calling artists and and just doing a work in them spiritually, fanning a flame in them, um, helping them to see that they have gifts and talents that they can use for this next generation, that uh, prayer, you know, prayer warriors, interceders, um, creatives that have found freedom, just like you've been telling me, you know, like, man, I struggled with this and fitting in this box, but now I've found a lot of freedom and, you know, connecting these girls with people that have beautiful stories. And I just want to encourage you guys listening that, uh, whatever your story looks like, you, you have something to share. Um, you have something to pass on and speak truth to these girls. You know, if you have Christ, um, in your heart and, in your life and you're walking with him, they, they need to hear the messy parts. Like, Oh my word. I think we think we have to share this perfect thing. Like, Oh, I have to do it right so that they can do it right. And man, perfection is way overrated. We were talking about that. Um, no, the Lord doesn't call us to perfection. He calls us to his perfect love. Yes. And yeah. And so I just want to encourage you guys that um, wow. that it, no matter how messy you think your story is or how messy you think your life is, oh, I can't invite a teen into my home because da, 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 da. You know, yes. it's like, no, they need to see real life. They're looking yes. for authenticity. Authenticity. Yes. And uh, that's what we're looking for um, over, we're not looking for perfection. So when we did the event the other night, um, you know, again, worldly perspective, it's like, numbers and you know all this stuff and the lord had it more intimate and i knew i I was like lord you know what you want for this event and i've he's had me in seasons of training where i've had to surrender my plans my thoughts of what it should look like and trust that the lord's working for something greater than even i know and uh so there was a lot of on the surface level a lot of kind of crazy things that we were navigating. It was our first time. And, and I think if you look at things from this worldly perspective, you'll be like, wow, that, that could feel like a failure or, um, Um, or that could be like, I don't know. I, I just saw my focus shift before the event and know that it was about seeds being planted about a work that the Lord was doing that would continue. And, and it, it, it's just exciting that, um, that any space we enter in to when we surrender it to the Lord, like, man, that's where the fruitfulness happens. It's not our plans. It's his and, and being okay with things being messy and knowing that he works all things together for good. Yes. Cause I mean, that whole event was just everything that you're, you're saying, but I, I was in my flesh seeing the number of people in attendance and in my mind thinking, I, we can't have an art auction because we don't have enough people to bid in my mind. I don't, I didn't share it out of my mouth because I was in doubt. And I was like, Lord, I rebuke that. I repent. I don't even receive those thoughts on me, but, but it was so sweet and so intimate. All the things to share I said, but I loved all of the messy I mean, I'm just like, I had to lay it, like you said, surrender. 
And one of our friends came with this basket of scarves and like, we're, they're not called rags, they're called flags. Flags. I knew it rhymed with rags. It was flags. They had a basket of flags and she was like, okay, if you want to grab a flag. And that's not my comfort zone. I'm not a flag dancer person, but I grabbed a flag and I worshiped the Lord and let it all like fall and say, God, this is your event anyway. I don't want to ruin it, but you put me here for this season and you've, you've given me the opportunity to speak. And I'm so excited, even giving the spoken word. Mm-hmm. There was so much less people that I'm used to sharing with, but I didn't care. I'm like, even if one person hears this, I'll do it for an audience of one. And it is for an audience of one when we're thinking of yes. Jesus getting the glory and it is for him anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not for applause. Mm-hmm. It's not for accolades. It's not even for raising funds, even though this was a fundraiser, that wasn't the focus. And that's what I think is so beautiful. And somebody's going to hear it and go, whoa. And it's going to help them shift in their business. Mm-hmm. It's going to help them shift in their profession because it's not about impressing the boss or being better than so-and-so that's sitting next to you. It's about just shining your light for Jesus. And just doing the right thing, the kind thing, and just exuding his love. Because it is the kindness or the gentleness or the goodness of God. I think it's the goodness of God that leads a man's heart to repentance. Kindness. The kindness? Uh-huh. Okay. Because uh-huh. I, I, I just put all, yeah, all those. Yeah, all I think the they all go. <laughs> bundled together, leading somebody to repentance. Yes. But I just love that event. And I was very nervous going into it. Because I was just, in my flesh, I'm like, I'm going to ruin it. I'm just going to mess everything up. And then they're not going to get the money that they need. I mean, I'm whining in my head. Thank God I just didn't let it come out of my mouth gate. You know, that's when we have to close the gate. Close the gate, Blue. Nothing's coming out of here. Well, we all have those battles, I think, of those moments where we think it's about, like, us. Are we going to come through or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's really allowing the Lord to come through the imperfect. Like you Mm -hmm. were saying a scripture earlier about in our weakness, Him being made strong. And, And I've learned that over and over again. It's a very humble place when you surrender things because you're like admitting like I can't control this you know Mm -hmm. and but Lord I trust you with Mm -hmm. this and uh as you're talking about being nervous about messing it up but she did amazing like she brings so much joy and life to a space so everybody had such a blast um and we just saw art go to specific people that it was like it was just amazing it was um, so, uh, so specific. It was um, so amazing. Every single, it was just like, and I love, I just want to say this cause I love what you said. Art goes to a specific place and Maggie Thigpen, our friend who's an artist. Shout out. Shout out girl. Anyway, she came to the table with, I cannot wait to see the assignment that yes. this art has each piece having its assignment in someone's home. Think of each piece being prayed over uh-huh. while it's being created, after it's mm-hmm. being created, when it's going on the auction block, it's covered in prayer. It's going to a new home with a story, with a memory. Hey, I got this at an auction, benefiting these girls that are bringing up in this next generation, all the things, girls living for God. And I just think there was so much beauty in it, in the simplicity. Mm-hmm. Even though it felt complex because you see all the you saw all the moving parts, but just in the simplicity of just being in one room with these people that we know or don't know, I didn't even know anybody, and and leaving like feeling like family, like feeling like we yeah. just bonded. Everybody, well, because of the intimacy of the size, we actually were able to move in this really unique building that we were in called the Train Depot in Smyrna, uh, Tennessee, on the outskirts of Nashville. 
uh, we had set up chairs just in okay, case. Okay. And yeah, and the number was just a perfect fit. Like the Lord knew the fit. And, and he was so intentional because everybody, like the size allowed for people to feel comfortable, like talking to their neighbor. Yes. And, and people were ministering to others. And we even had somebody healed at the end of the event. People were praying over people. Wow. You know, people were investing in the girls. Like, wow, the Lord highlighted this person. And it was just so fruitful and um I, and i fruitful I th- yeah fruitful being mm-hmm. the word yes we throw uh-huh. the word i throw the word successful mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. it's like there's different ways people monitor engage mm-hmm. success but when you say fruitful mm-hmm. for the kingdom mm-hmm. for what god is wanting to do in the earth Mm-hmm. All we had to do was each one of us say mm-hmm. a simple yes to the Lord mm-hmm. for our place, for our position. Mm-hmm. And we each get into position. We each have a place, a position, a gift, a calling, mm-hmm. something that we get to give back, right? Mm-hmm. And if we're obedient and we're in that place and we're in that position and the box is gone, mm-hmm. we no longer limit ourselves with our thinking, our judgments of ourselves or even our past. Oh, I failed at this seven times. So what? Get back up and do it again. You are in position. You are in place for Mm -hmm. such a time as this Mm -hmm. right now. And somebody needs to hear that. Because maybe they're wavering. Yes, rise up. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 60, arise, shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth. Thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you and makes his glory appear over you. And I might have paraphrased that and not gotten that right, but nations come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Like, because we're shining his light. Mm -hmm. It's not for our name's sake. It's for the name of Jesus. It's for the kingdom Mm -hmm. of God, which goes like you said. Mm -hmm. You're planting seeds for the Mm -hmm. next thing, for the next thing, for the next thing, for the next person to take it over, Mm -hmm. for the next city to take on this ministry. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like it's getting the ball rolling Mm -hmm. and letting God do the pushing or the, you know, directing yeah. of the ball or God, whatever. God does the growing. The Bible says yeah. like, he's the one, mm-hmm. you know, some plants, some get to harvest, but it's the Lord that does the growing. Yep. And, um, I, I think as we're kind of tying up what, what this looks like today, I just yeah. feel like, um, I feel like that is, I feel like, uh, that is something for them to leave with is, yeah, um, is that fruitfulness and that seed and that uh, something that you feel like is simple, uh, and maybe messy or imperfect that you're like, it. you know, Lord, I don't even know. And it seems so small to you, but that's a seed, right? The yes. seed is what grows something massive yes. for the kingdom. So I, I just encourage you to be faithful for um, those messy bits, for those things that seem imperfect, but you're obedient. Aren't you know the Lord asks us for obedience? That's a love language to the Lord. Just to be wow. faithful with the little things, and He will do much with it. And oh, and so, so I just I I just feel like that. Like as I'm listening, yeah. I was listening to you. I just feel like that's like a big takeaway is to be okay with the messy, imperfect. Yeah. You know, on surface level, it looks like that, but the Lord will take that seed of faithfulness and, um, and availability that you're giving him and he will do something really mighty. Yeah, that is so good. I love that the seed. And you know what this came up in my mind and in my heart is it, like you said, it could be so small, Mm 
mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. or or messy or both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I love this because I have a, a friend or family, a person in my life who couldn't even walk for a few minutes, like as in exercise terms, right? But just one day at a time, five mm-hmm. minute walk, ten minute walk. Now this person is up to like forty five minutes of active, healthy. I mean walking every single day. So I say that because sometimes it's, what if God wants you to do that small thing? And it might have nothing to do with exercise, but maybe it does to do that small thing. And that small thing is growing. It's budding. You don't even see the seedling pop out of the ground until months after you've planted the seeds. And you're like, I don't see nothing, but you've got to keep faithfully going. Mm -hmm. And I just saw that person in my mind, Mm -hmm. faithfully every single day, walking and moving your body. But here's the thing. Physically, we also have to be strong. That could be a seed we're planting because the next season that we're going to, we might need more energy mm-hmm. than we're currently operating in. And I just, I, I don't know. I felt like that was for somebody, but uh, the, the seed can come in so many different forms and the Lord will show you exactly mm-hmm. what you have in your hand that is seed because it could be money. Mm-hmm. It could be money that yeah. the, the Lord tells mm-hmm. you to give to a neighbor. And you have no idea that that neighbor's hurting. We were dire straits at one time in our lives. And we have so many stories of people leaving. I didn't even have toilet paper. We didn't have, any, we didn't have money for anything. And the Lord left. And I'm not trying to sound like all sad and everything. But the Lord left toiletries on our front door. We still to this day have no idea who did it. We've had food and the doorbell ring. And there's all this food that's on our doorstep and nobody even knew that we were in need because we took it to the Lord, not to man, mm-hmm. not to people. But so I'm saying that because somebody might have something, a plethora of something in their basement and they're like, Oh, I'm storing that up for a, well, the Lord might say, so some of that is seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might, so it might be resources that you have. It might be an idea. Mm-hmm. It might be just moving your body, anything. So I love that. I love polishing that off with, we're going to get out of our box mm-hmm. We're going to get God out of the box because he's already out of the box. But yeah. when we put him in our limitation, <laughs> mm-hmm. like thinking in our limited, like, oh, God can't do that because that's in the realm of impossible. Hey, yo, God's in impossible. God, hey, anybody know this? Read all through the Bible. I've never seen a Red Sea part before and somebody walked through on dry ground. Oh, God did that. Oh, but nobody had seen it before. So was it impossible? Yes, it was impossible. God still did the impossible. So God wants to do the impossible in each one of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm so blessed that they came to this podcast, episode 24 of the Blueberry Bliss podcast. They're just getting downloads of wisdom and like chunks of goodness. And they're going to sow their seed, whatever their seed is that they've got in their hand. It could be a talent. Mm-hmm. It could be they are good at baking pies. And they need to bake a pie for somebody. And see, that's people forget that. Like, I, it's I feel like there's these categories. Like, okay, am I a musician? Am I this? This? You know? Like, I feel like I had a, a short list of like I don't fit in any of these. And it can be baking a pie. Like, yes. you may be the best at that. And somebody that just makes their yes. day. Yes, you and know? they see it as so simple. Because what I saw right. when you said it could be such a small seed, you don't even notice it. It's, it's so little. It's, it's simple to you, but yes. it's massive, massive and life changing for another. And that's okay. Like, it, it, the things that come natural mm. to us and easy to us, like, we kind of discount, but it's like the Lord has gifted you with that. And it, it just means so much to others. I just had this thought when we were talking about pie and I did my eye thing. I, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's it. But even if, what if their seed is inviting a neighbor over to their home for tea? Yes. Uh-huh. What if it's the seed of time and a listening ear yes. or a hug or a word mm-hmm. of wisdom or just crying with somebody? Mm-hmm. I mean, all those things are seeds 
and we could go on and on with examples, but I'm just like, somebody's out there and they need to hear mm -hmm. this truth. You have something to give. You have something to plant into the ground that God can use to grow, multiply, and also not only to bless you, but to bless your household, your family, your community, your church. The blessings will overflow as we are filled to overflowing. Oh my gosh. There's too many things in my brain. It is like explosion over here. We talk for 30 more minutes and we're not even scratching the surface. But we gotta go, man. It's been a long podcast. This is like 30 minutes, okay? So I'm gonna let you go. Dechera, thank you for coming. Such a blessing. Like over and above. Do you feel, I feel like I'm overflowing. Yes, I, I yeah. <sighs> just like a big hug. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's just sweet. Yes. Sweetness over here. It is so sweet. And we're sitting literally in the dark. I didn't even turn a lamp on or candles or in a dark room with the blinds closed. Okay, forgive it. Anyway, Laura, we give it to you. We love you. We just want to end and begin and have you in the middle of everything that we're doing. Mm -hmm. We glorify your name. May the person that was hearing this message, may they be so filled with joy mm -hmm. and life. And maybe even while this podcast was going on, maybe they got an idea of what seed that they possess mm -hmm. and they hold in their hands that they can sow as seed. So bring that to them, Lord, their minds, and also bring a new wave, like a wind, a new wind and wave of encouragement to the people that are listening that they would even feel like oh maybe they need to share this maybe they need to share girls living for the number four not for the number for god ministries to somebody because maybe they are a girl living for god or they know one that should be living for god lord we just thank you for every bit that you're in it all and we just seal it up and say, have your way with it, Lord. Mm -hmm. And even if it gets to the, the right person in a year or 10 years, we don't care, Lord. We just say, we thank you that you bring life and life more abundantly. And Lord, even somebody that's listening to this that needs healing right now, that you would supernaturally touch their body, their mind, their soul, whatever it is that they need healing from or of, we thank you for the healing power of God just to go out, boom, in great power, not because of me, not because of Dechera, but because of the power of God that is at work on the inside of us. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. You are so good and so amazing. Amen. Amen. Woo! That was good, girl. Let's be done. Say goodbye. One more thing as I pull into the driveway. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> I have to read this to you. It's called Called and Crowned. And it is on the back of a really beautiful work of art. And this is what I was given by Girls Living for God Ministries, or more specifically by Dechera today. So on the back it says, Dear Daughter, Jesus sees the broken places, knows your heart, and hears your cries. He knows where you are, but also he knows who he's called and created you to be. You don't have to stay in the ashes. A uh, girl. No, this is just me saying, oh, girl. Okay. You don't have to stay in the ashes. He's offering to trade them for a crown. He is calling you to give it all to him, to redeem, restore, and rebuild. He's calling you to a royalty, I, oh, royal identity rooted firmly in his love for you. Then you will be able to carry the light and love of Jesus to those in dark places needing hope. 
I'm going to read that last sentence again. Then you will be able to carry the light and love of Jesus to those in dark places needing hope. God bless you. May you shine the light and love of Jesus.